Hello and welcome to Journeys in Grace. My name is Eric Hubbard. I want to thank you for joining us today as we go into the Word of God. And I'll give you a couple of ways to reach out to us. And we pray that as you can hear us on many uh, platforms now, from Spotify to Google um, apps to uh, Amazon to, uh, you know, many other places. If you search for us on the web through Google, you'll find Journeys in Grace by Eric Hubbard. And I pray if you like this message, if you like this uh podcast that you would tell others for it's our desire to take the word of God as deep, as far, as wide as we can, and that we would introduce those and introduce as many as we possibly can for the kingdom. And I just thank you again for joining us today. And I believe that God has a word for us all. And I pray that uh, as we give first give you this ways to reach us at Pastor Eric, Post Office Box 4473, Marietta, Georgia. 30061, or you can email us at pastoreric523 at gmail.com. And again, thank you for joining us. And today we're going to start a teaching and talking about being born into the family, because whether you are new to Christ or you are a senior saint or whomever you may be, I believe that our place in grace is so it's such a wonderful uh, thing that God has given us. And this is in this giving season. God, the ultimate giver, who was willing to sacrifice his son for the world, has taken, as the scripture said, he's taken his precious gift of the word and he's put it into fault, into, into, into faulty vessels. He's put it into us. I'm talking about into preachers, into men and women, into all of us. And not just those who are called to the pulpit ministry, but to all of the, every believer is a minister. Every believer it has, has, if you have the life of Christ on the inside of you, God expects us to just share his word. And you may not take the text, but just being able to share the love and the strength and the uh, newfound peace that only salvation in Christ can bring, which, which gives us sec- eternal security. That security knowing that my life is hid in Jesus Christ. No one, not Satan, not the enemy, not the robber, not the thief, not the tax man, no matter who they are, can take you out of the hands of God. And we're in a blessed place today because God is with us wherever you are. Whether you're in the deepest, darkest prison, whether you're in the hospital bed and you might have had death pronounced over you, you might have been in the throes of a divorce and don't know where you're, uh, how you're going to survive with your children, whether you're a single mom and you have the kids or you're a single dad and you just don't know how you're going to take care of these girls. No, God is for you. I believe it's Isaiah 26.3 said, Thou shalt keep them in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth. That's the key for all of us. We must trust in the love of God and the provision of God that he can turn you. If he can, he can bring his word to you, no matter how deep in sin you might have been, no matter how bad, no matter how wild, no matter how crazy your life was. And now you find yourself walking with God, maybe not knowing what the next step may be and not knowing what's around the corner. But no, if God is for you, who, as the scripture says, can be against you? For one can taste a thousand, two, ten thousand. You and God are a formidable pair that Satan cannot defeat. He's defeated when it comes to the life of the believer, when it comes to us and our journey in Christ. 
we are in him and Satan cannot take you out of the hands of God. If he could have, you never would have been saved. You never would have received the word. But God, through his wisdom and his own knowing, is knowing that, I, that it's time for me to give this to my daughter. It's time for me to bring this to my son. And he presented this to you. And then, because your heart was willing, as uh, Galatians 2.20 says, we live by the apostle Paul said, I live by the faith of the son of God. Jesus faith is in you. Whether again, whether you just got saved yesterday, five minutes ago, or you've been walking by faith for 50 years, you have the faith of the son of God. And on what we need to do, just lean on him, trust in him. How do you do that preacher? We do it by believing in what he said. Numbers uh, 23, 19 says, God is not a man that he should lie. Learn, relearn, re uh, uh, um, uh, memorize to start out, but let your faith be fed by the word. If you don't read the word, if you don't meditate the word, your faith will, will wither. Yes, you'll still be saved, but you'll never reach your full potential unless you allow the word of God to strengthen you. The scripture says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God and by the foolishness of the preaching of the gospel. God has given it to us. That's our way. He uses imperfect men, imperfect women, and he uses them to give you a word of faith. And that faith rings on the inside of you. And you know it's the truth because scripture says, Jesus said, my sheep, hear my voice. You will know it. it's a refreshing word. It's like a, a cool shower on a hot day. It just, it just warms your soul because you hear something on the inside. It, it touches something on the inside of you. And it may put a dance in your feet, a leap in your, in your feet, a hallelujah in your voice because you know this is God. And it doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to roll in the floor and jump over the pew and, you know, and, and, and all of those things. But just hearing the life-giving word of God is like a cool drink of water on a hot, stuffy day. God is good. So let's go today. We're going to, again, we're going to talk about being born into the family and welcome home. This is the place which you've been looking for all of your life. This is the uh, uh, position that God, and this is not where you're going to stay this is just your starting point. Or you may you might have been saved again for 50 years and you find yourself in a stale place. The only thing we need to do is go back to Scripture. Go back, as Revelation says. Remember where you've, you've allowed yourself to fall away. Remember when once you have fallen. Remember the days of old, how that, you know, you had a, a, a desire, a yearning to get up out of that bed and just spend some time with God. Whether you're praying on your knees or you're doing your prayer walk or you're just sitting in your chair and you're reading the scriptures or just sitting there and meditating on the goodness of God. This is where we gather strength when we spend time with him. Christianity was not meant to be a religion, but a relationship between you and God. Yes, we fellowship with our uh, uh, fellow uh, Christians, our fellow brothers and sisters in, in, in Christ, but it's personal. You know, we, I'm glad to be in a church where people love God. I'm glad to be in a, to have friends that I've known for decades that still uh, uh, name the name of Christ and haven't fallen away. 
No, it doesn't mean we hadn't made mistakes. No, it doesn't mean that we've done everything perfect. But we know in whom we believe. And we continue on. We continue uh, 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 believing that God is for us. So again, we're going to talk about uh, uh, welcome to the family or being reborn in the house of God. And somebody said, well, preacher, I'm saved. I've been saved all this time. Even the disciples in the book of Acts, it says that they went up to the temple at the hour of prayer, at the hour of refreshing. They needed refreshing. Yes, men who walked for three and a half years with the son of God, they needed a refreshing because they wanted to keep things moving. They wanted to stay in, in tune with God where they were listening. They, because we don't want to get ahead of God. Because then we're moving in the flesh. We don't want to be so far behind that we become stale because we're not close. We don't want to become cold and dry because we're not where the living water is. We want to be and stay in the presence of God because God's on the inside of you. Romans 8 talks about how that, 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 we have the same spirit that dwells in Christ, that raised Christ from the dead, dwells also in you. God is in you. If you're a believer, Jesus is in you. The Holy Spirit is in you. And he's there to encourage your heart and comfort you. So let's go now to Matthew, the 11th chapter. And we're going to begin this, this, uh, this teaching today about welcome home and about the things that, whether again, whether you've uh, falling away, whether you just feel dry or you're in a place to where, you know, things or you just, you just feel like you need to move. Sometimes, you know, you don't have to be, I'm not saying you're backslid. I'm not saying that you're uh, falling away from God, but I am saying that there always comes a time when we say, you know, there's more, there's more God. I need more. And that is not that, uh, uh, God, that, 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 that God is not with you, but it's that you got to go to another level. You got to, you, you, you want to grow. You want to grow, draw closer in. Jesus said, if you either hunger and thirst after him, he said, I'll feed. If you hunger, he said, I'll fill you. If you thirst, I'll give you drink. Let's go before I keep, I keep, I can keep going with that one. Uh, Matthew 11 chapter. Again, we're talking about welcome home and the steps of grace that as because we all need a time that when we draw back, and what I mean by drawing back, we set our, we get aside. We allow ourselves to, to ref, be refreshed in God. That we allow ourselves to, to, to get that time of, of worship with us. I'm not talking about you. I know you have your everyday prayer. You may have your time to where you read the scriptures. But there comes a time when we need to focus in and just block out time for God. And get a vision for where he wants us to go and who he wants us to be and, and where he wants the next steps. For scripture says, without a vision, my people perish. Yes, you need instructions from God. We need instructions from God and saying, Lord, what should I do? And what he tells you to do is going to agree with scripture. That's why it's important that you know the word of God. This is Matthew 11 chapter says, and 28 verse Jesus said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Labor means toiling. Remember when uh, Adam was tossed, kicked out of the garden because of his unbelief? When he turned away from God and decided he was going to do things his way? Well, here, Jesus is telling uh, uh, the, the people, he said, look, 
if you come to me, and because you are laboring, laboring, if you think about toiling or working, and yes, the Bible says that, that, that if you don't work, you don't eat. And we know that there are some who are infirm and courses our babies and children. God doesn't expect them to work, but he expects us to even teach them how to work. And I will work it in the scripture and in the, in the body of Christ is, yes, we may have our normal nine to five, but our labor is getting into the word, meditating the word and listening to what God has to say to us. For the Bible says, this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith found in first John. If you're going to overcome this wicked, evil world, this world that has its own opinion, that is Every day seem to be pushing God further and further, further out of society because the enemy knows his day is short. So his desire is to even confuse the very elect, those who've been called out by God. And how will he do it? If he can get us distracted away, but get you so distracted, get you so tired, get you so weary. But you're so weary that you, you now, you, you, why am I doing this? Things don't seem to be changing. Jesus said in Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, he says, come to me. All ye that labor and are heavy laden. He said all, and that just tells me about, you know, you can think of being heavy laden as being depressed, being tired, being weary. You know, you tried this, you tried that. And so many times. If we don't get in the practice of whenever an issue comes, pray about it. Ah, you just one of them holy rollers. You better be a holy roller. In this evil day, there's so many opinions. There's so many. Everybody got an opinion about what you should do. Whether you're doing good, they got a remedy for you. It's not a godly remedy, but they can tell you how to cheat, how to steal, how to uh, connive. To get around what you're doing, to go, how to go deeper into debt, to pay debt. They got all these kind of ways that they aren't even successful with. But when we take it to God, when we present it to him and say, Lord, I need your wisdom. The book of James says, if any man, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God who giveth liberally, freely. And he upbraids and not. In other words, God said, I won't hold back. If you'll come to me. I'll give you instructions. I'll show you the way. the way is already made. What God has for us is already done. You don't have to beg for it. He's just asking us to believe for it. And that believing means find the promise that God has made. Meditate it in your heart and receive it by faith. What's the preacher? I'm still broke. By faith, you receive the promise. Well, preacher, my, 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 le my leg still has arthritis. Receive the healing. See yourself walking pain-free. See yourself in that new job, whether you sit behind the desk or you, whatever your job, new job may be. See yourself at that job. See them, uh, see that, pay, that uh, uh, bank account. See $10,000 in your bank account that you've been blessed with, whether it's through work or whether it's through a blessing, whatever the case may be. See yourself. Probably Colossians says that as so have you received Christ, so walk ye in him. How did we receive Jesus? We received him by faith. So he says, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. God said, I will give you rest. 
I will, if you go with me, if you do the things I've told you to do, if you trust me, the Proverbs says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to your own understanding. Yes, our flesh, our friends, our, you know, we're getting this counselor and that counselor and none of it is godly counseling. Praise God for, for, for godly counseling. Godly counseling. I'm talking about it doesn't necessarily have to be a, a pastor. It's good to have a pastor to counsel you. It's good to have uh, uh, elders and mothers, but it's good to listen to the Holy Spirit. Listen to the Holy Spirit. And then when you hear godly counsel, you say, oh, this is what the Holy Spirit has told me. And, on, and, and to cap that off, this is what I read in the scripture. So my, then your heart can say, oh, okay, this is God's will. Then you find God's timing and say, Lord, okay, I see which way to go. Is this the time to go? See, there's a word. Then there's a season. See, God will give you a word. He will, he will show you the blessing, but it may not be time for you to walk in it. It may not be the time for you to get married. It may not, this may not be the one. That's why you got to listen to the Holy Spirit and learn how to walk with him. That's why it's all about relationship. Let's go now. Let's go. Let's go stay in the book of Matthew. And then we're going to Matthew 19. And we're going to hear, read more about how that as we come into the family, as we are welcomed in, Jesus will begin again. And all these things we are reading out of, the, uh, out of the Gospels, because not only did Christ say it, and of course you can find this in Acts and all of the writings of Paul and Peter and James and, and John. But I thought it good today to talk about what God had not only for the new believer, but even for the seasoned saint, that we go back to go back to our foundation of what that we know this is how I got to where I am so that you can mentor a new believer so that you can mentor and give to your children, your grandchildren, to that young mother that's, 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 uh, uh, that's moved next door to you. So you can encourage her and show her, say, this is what I've learned and this is what has worked for me. And you can always offer people opinion. You can't always tell people what to do, but you say, look, this has worked. This has worked for me for the last 20 years. See, when you got proof, you know, that's, everybody got an opinion, but everybody don't have uh, a proof. They don't have the goods, as, as old school says. If you don't have the goods, you just got an opinion. But when you got the goods and you got the proof and you can show them, now it can be established that what you say, I've got proof behind it. And that's what God has done. He has people, he has uh, uh, saints, he has young people, old people, black people, white people, uh, uh, male and female that can say that I've been down the same road you've been down. Let me tell you what God has done for me. So now we're in the book of uh, uh, St. Matthew 19. We're going to go to book, verse 14. St. Matthew 19, 14. And this is what Jesus said. But Jesus said, suffer little, little children and forbid them not. Let's go back. I'm 13. Go 13. Saint, um, Matthew 19, 13. Then there are brought unto him little children, that he should put his hands on them and pray. And the disciples rebuked them. That sounds like some church folk you know. Because it's important that every church has new believers, young believers, nothing against old believers. But if your church 
has only old believers, you are dying. Your church is dying. And I, about, I was about to say I'm sorry to be so blunt, but no, I'm not. I'm saying that a church should have senior saints. It should have young saints. It should have middle-aged saints. But if the whole church is out of balance, what I call it all the balance is, if there's nothing in your church but teenagers, you need some people in there who can give you some instruction. You need somebody with some gray hair, some silver hair, somebody with some children, some people with experience that can say, look, I know this sounds good, but is it God? And same for a church that's filled with older people. You know, we need to be able, I'm talking about uh, uh, the elder saints, the older saints, and say, look, we need to pass on what God, the good things that God has shown us so that the church will continue to live and continue to go forward. No, God does not want us to be uh, with me, myself, and mine, and there comes a time when there's no new believers coming to the church. No, we need babies, we need children, we need children's church, young adult church, uh, 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 single church, we need um, uh, men's and women, and we need our seniors. We need our seasoned saints who've been down the way that the young are going and say, say look, you may not do it the way that we did it, but when I, because our foundation is in God, we surrender to him and we allow him to direct our path. Now the same, the jobs that were available when I was just getting out of school are not available now. That's not the future. So society says, but when you are listening to God, he may send you against the grain, but when you got a word from God and when you got uh, 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 an agreement in the spirit, then you have to walk by faith. But walking by faith is we don't walk blindly, but we walk being led by the spirit. And where there, the Bible says there's safety in the multitude of counselors. If you can find people who are seasoned, who have experience, and who know God. Just because they're old don't mean they know God. Because there are a lot of old fools out there who think they know everything. But they don't know God. And they'll tell you, I did it my way. This is how I did it. Well, see, that's a fool because he, he or she have decided they can do this without God. I'm, I'm a self-made man. No, you didn't. You didn't hatch. But God has men and women, seasoned, young, old, all in the church because we're all. He said, let the young and the old go forth in the dance, go forth in the praise because we are all needed in the body. We are the body of Christ. So let's go on now. Let's go to, uh, that was 1914, 13. But Jesus says, suffer the little children and forbid them not to come to me. For such is the kingdom of God. So why do you think Jesus said that? Because he recognized that spirit. And we'll read that uh, in a couple of more verses before we close today. The spirit of a child is needy and it's dependent on the father and the mother. It's de they're dependent. Said, Daddy, we want to get close to Daddy. We're gonna, we want to be close. I'm talking about a loving father. Because they know if I get in the father's arm, I am protected. My father is going to feed me. My, my, my mother is going to care for me. And see, and we're speaking about, we know we call him. And they were, we call him our provider, our God, our king, our Lord, our keeper, our shield. He's everything that we need because he is God. 
And he did it out of love. When we come to him, come to God, come to him. When you fall, come to him. When you error, come to him and say, Lord, help me. Because it's not about how good you are. It's how God depended you are. These children were coming to God. They were saying, we want to be close too. We see you all getting blessed. We want to be blessed. That's why we need the young and the old. That's why we need the elder saints and the senior saints and the middle age and, and our young people. We need the strength of our young people. We need the wisdom of our elders. We need the vitality of our, of our, our, of our middle age. Our young parents and, 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 and 30 and 40 and 50 year old. We need you in the body. Because we need every part of the body operating at, 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 at supreme strength in this last day. We need the eyes and the ears of the church. We need the hands of the church. We need the feet of the church. We, the body of Christ, we need you. And God is bringing more and more and more. Come. It doesn't matter what you've got on. It doesn't matter how you look. It doesn't matter about the tattoo. It doesn't matter about what people say you can and can't do. God is not expecting you to be ready on the outside. He wants you to come in so he can get you ready. Because we're all getting ready. No matter how, if you've been saved 50 years, you're still getting ready. Because I'm not saying getting ready to be, we're all saved. But what I'm saying is, we all got things to deal with. We, I'm, I'm not dealing with uh, uh, teenage problems. Because I'm not a teenager. But I'm dealing with issues that I have now that I'm getting older. We don't care where you're 20 or where you're 50, where you, whatever, you, you, you're getting older. So we're all at different stages of life. But if we will turn to him, trust him. And Jesus says, such is the kingdom of heaven. Why? Because the little children are humble. They are needy. They trust him. Because they know that in the Father's hand is everything I need. Much more to say on this one. But I just want to just start out this week and start out again after the holidays and let you know that God is for you. Welcome home. If you just came into the body of Christ, if you just got saved, welcome to the family of God. If you've been here for 50 years. Thank God you want to be revived and keep that fire going that you got to you can, so that you know now how to use your testimony to to tell them of the loving, kind God, the forgiving God, the merciful God. Because if you've been in the body of Christ of any time and you remember how you were, you won't be so quick to condemn, but you will encourage and you will lift up and say, if it had not been for the Lord on my side. Where would I be? Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for every hour, for every moment you allowed us to live, God, so that we can be pleasurable to you. We please you because we are, we, are, we are believers. We please you because of the blood of Jesus Christ. For you called us righteous. You called us blessed. You called us holy because of Christ and what he's done. Not because of what we've done, but simply because we believe in he who you have sent. Lord, we thank you this day and pray for all those, oh Lord God, who hear this message and they, oh Lord God, will begin to build that relationship with you through prayer, through meditation, through your word, and most of all, through your loving son, Jesus. We pray these things in Jesus' name. We pray, God, that you continue to bless them.
on that journey in grace.